Um, yeah, I'll sing the song later. I <laughs> Tiago, we did the claps. Uh, we have to go. All right, fine. Fuck it. I uh, context for this song. I was like walking my dog Sunday morning, 9 a.m. because we were supposed to originally record Sunday morning, 10 a.m. But that didn't go through. So this, like I was walking my dog and I like just started singing to myself. And the song was like, um, Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney, Miles Edgeworth, Miles Edgeworth, Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney, Miles Edgeworth, Miles Edgeworth, Investigation, 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 Ace Attorney, Miles Edgeworth, Investigation. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there, Internet. <laughs> Welcome to Updated Autops Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. <laughs> the fucking... Desi... Yeah, go ahead. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives, as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us today. We have all played the third case of Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth, The Kidnapped Turnabout. I just wanted to say Tiago singing the dancing cockroach popped in my head. Um, I just dropped, dulcet tones. I dropped my, uh, I just dropped a stick of deodorant onto my keyboard, so I'll mute that later. <laughs> we gotta start It'll the recording fine. all over again. We'll start the recording all the way over again. Um, dancing. You're going to have to send me the dancing cockroach. Yes. On it. On it. Oh, you're doing it right now. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> you guys. You guys. <laughs> Here. I, just keep going. Is the summary for the case today. <laughs> you, if you can tell, we are all a little rammy because we haven't recorded for a while. We've had a longer gap between recordings than normal just due to life stuff. So we're all itching to get back in the old podcast chair. Uh, so, computer here is the case summary for the kidnapped turnabout set in the day before Miles returns to his office to find a body. Uh, the prosecutor has been contacted by a wealthy, quote-unquote, friend named Ernest Armano, whose son Lance has been kidnapped. Edgeworth is cajoled into delivering the ransom money to the kidnappers at Gatewater Amusement Park Haunted House, but is knocked out and left tied up inside. He's rescued by the new plucky teenage sidekick for this game, Kay Faraday, who also claims to be the great Yatagarasu. Together, they escape the room and get out into the larger park, encountering the Interpol agent now handling this case, Shilong Lang, and his assistant, Shina. With much consternation and back and forth with Lang, Edgeworth and Kay investigate the crime, eventually finding the dead body of Oliver Deacon, the family butler. Edgeworth, having a lot of experience with messed up families, realizes that this family has got its share of issues, too. He and Kay continue to unravel what is revealed to be a faux kidnapping plot for money, deal with Ernest defending his son with wads of cash, and the worst game of musical mascot outfits ever devised. Oh, and you get tons of cameos from past characters along the way here, too. It all ends with Kay's virtual rendering of the haunted house attraction in which Edgeworth proves Lance murdered Oliver. Thanks to all the trick mirrors and everyone's favorite contradiction, left-handed murderers versus right-handed murderers. So, 
Ace Attorney loves the world left hand, right hand, and it's really difficult when you have it, a hard time telling your left and right. Yeah, we're going to talk about <laughs> that an, later. <laughs> it's an easy one to default to, I'll tell you that. Um, so yeah, this is the third case in the game, yet it is still set before case one. We have not had a single case that has progressed time forward. Every single one has been somehow in the time prior to case one. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just very funny to me. So at the uh, beginning of this but, case, the current timeline is case two, case three, case one. Correct. Okay. Yeah. This is literally the day before case one. Dude, explains all Miles was really tired in case one. Yeah. Miles Edgeworth <laughs> has anxiety. Got hit in the head with a blunt object and didn't lose all his memories. Damn, he's just built different. I guess he is. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so Miles uh, is called by Ernest Amano, Armano, who is, I guess, just like a rich guy. Um, a rich friend of his previous mentor, Manfred von Karma. There yeah, there are somebody. The implications of some of these conversations are wild. Like he's <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, so this. This guy, Miles, is like, oh, I'll do anything to help you. You know, you helped me out so much. You mm -hmm. you introduced me to, you allowed me to study abroad at that foreign, um, you know, law firm. Right. And and this guy is like, oh, yes, I, you know, I think of Manfred like my, well, he was like my own son. And it's like, whoa, whoa, wait, so you, you took this eight-year-old boy and you shipped him off to to live with the guy who murdered his father? That was your idea! You were <laughs> well, the guy and who did that! And he was like, he, oh, thank you so know. much for the opportunity. I This guy? I don't know. No, Manfred, we... Manfred took that to his... Uh, well, I was gonna say his grave, but, you know... <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't look at that man and think, this is a great environment to raise a child. A he child one, horrifically oh, traumatized. He had a daughter. It's a child there already. Yeah, and she's doing great. I uh God. Yeah. <laughs> so Armano calls Miles up and is like, Can you do this handoff for me? My son has been kidnapped. Uh and at this point, uh I know we kind of covered this already in the summary. At this point he does not seem to actually be aware that this is a fake kidnapping. Um he, at this time he thinks his son has actually been kidnapped. Because his uh, son so has been kidnapped. And so Lance has disappeared. Uh, he's at this park, apparently, is the meeting place. And they tell Edgeworth to go into this uh, haunted house attraction. And you get a fun, over-the-top little animation at the start of the game in which a creepy blue badger sneaks up behind Edgeworth and conks him on the back of the head, knocking him out Bonk. and taking the ransom money. Loki said. Did you all enjoy this? Uh, have you, or, do you like your Mickey Mouse replacements with all these blue badger I outfits? I hate them, but yeah. it works. I like it. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> pro, pro on the Tiago side, anti blue badger on Rose's side. Right. I think um, the classic aesthetic of like cartoon mask character turning out to be a murderer is a very good like thing. If I recall correctly, there's a boss in. Uh, Knowing Heroes 2 that is like a mascot character who also wields a chainsaw and is a ghost. Um, so, you know, I like uh, getting 
killer in mascots too. This way you can't trust mascots. Mm-hmm. Down with all mascot this, characters. These the, the blue badger has been something that's kind of been hanging around for a while, but I don't think we've talked about its inspiration, uh, which is the Tokyo police mascot, Pipokun. Uh, I'm putting this uh, in the Discord chat for us, uh, but I will Ooh. try to link this in the show Interesting. notes. Interesting. Oh you my can god! Oh, yeah, that's see just him, huh? You I can hate instantly it. see how close it is yeah. with the little antenna thing. Uh, oh. It's got this blue antenna with the little yellow, uh, like circle on top, which is almost exactly like what the blue badger has three of uh, on his head. So, and he's got the little sash and everything. This thing disgusts uh, me. But yeah, so there's the. That's yeah, a cop mascot. It should. Blue yeah. Badger's cuter. <laughs> there's the Proto Badger, which was the early original Blue Badger design. Then there's the Blue Badger, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the Pink Badger. Girl uh, Badger. Which the game no- please note. points. Yeah, p- please note her cute pink bow. <laughs> uh, and then the Bad Badger, <laughs> who's evil. And where's the big belly warmer? Dude, I wish and I had a belly warmer. And he's got gun so into his hand. You can buy them online, Thiago. Yo, send me a link. Um, <laughs> I like uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, this case, like, you start off by handing, making the handout thing, you get knocked over the head, and then you're in like a locked room, like a zero escape game. Miles gets and kidnapped it's... and handcuffed to something again. This game again. may have an ulterior motive. Uh, <laughs> you know what? This actually does explain a lot of Miles fan art that I saw earlier in my life. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so you get saved by a teenager who breaks in through the window. Um, this teenager, Kay Faraday, claims to be the Yatagarasu. Her hobbies are stealing, making jokes, and mm-hmm. loving justice. Truth, <laughs> specifically. Yeah. And it's like, okay. She, uh... <laughs> Her design's mm-hmm. kind of cute, but she seems a little flat. I'm... I mean, I can't wait for her to reveal that, like, her entire family was actually gunned down by Manfred von Karma or something. I mean, <laughs> literally, spoilers for the end of this case, but she's like, oh, Miles and Detective Gumshoe, we've already met! And then it's like, woo! I, so- I was gonna... I was gonna talk about that later. It's fine. So that kind of is going to happen. If you're here, right? it's open spoiler season. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I was going to so, say you you made it to the podcast. So I'm just yeah. saying that, like, because of the next case, the the timeline is going to be case four, then case two, then case three, then case one. <laughs> Let me go yeah, forward literally. in time. <laughs> We've never gone forward in time at all. This is some real <laughs> so fucking funny. butterfly effect with Ashen Cutter shit. <laughs> Um, Kay Faraday is cool. I like her hairstyle is the only thing that I'm not like keen about, but whatever. I have a She's got a ninja scarf. What's up? Oh, I have another complaint, and actually this complaint isn't about her. It's about okay. Miles. Um so oh. they the sprite placement in the scene where she and Miles first meet, he is on the right side of the screen yeah. and she is on the left side of the screen. But when you go into, like, talking mode, their portraits oh. flip. Because apparently, Miles can only be facing in one direction. I think it has to do with the fact that it's kind of like a game design thing where you're reading from your character's point of view, which just feels more comfortable on the left side of the screen. 
versus who you're talking to but, who ends up being on the right side of the screen. But if my guy is on the right side of the screen... Oh, I agree and with And then, you. like, literally, I was so annoyed that whole scene. I was just like... <laughs> and later I, I know, know... I thought it was her. I thought she was the problem. And then I realized later that she actually can appear on the right side of the screen. So it's Miles. Miles was the problem. So <laughs> I jot that down, everybody. I found a fault with Miles. <laughs> yeah, Miles chose to spawn only on the left, yeah, on the left side of the screen. I'm, I'm sorry, that's just you gotta it, you gotta keep it consistent. If he's on the right, he needs to be on the right. Okay, fix your game. This th- uh, this 28 I, this 2009 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go back in time <laughs> well, and this, fix it. This room it doesn't have too much going on with it, so I think we can safely skip past most of this like escape room stuff. But oh, you yeah. get a few brief setups for later stuff where you can see the other room that supposedly Lance was being held in. So you can get a little bit of a, a taste of the layout of that room. And then uh, you also get a setup for the Blue Badger costumes. Yeah. So you see all of the costumes in storage there, and you see how many of them are missing, which is, again, going to be uh, important for later in the case as you try to piece together where the three kidnappers went and which outfits they were wearing, and that yeah. sort of thing. I, if if my understanding is later. correct, there's a total of eight outfits, two of each. But correct. Then, but then they also introduce the rule that is like, only one badger can be seen at any time in the park, because it's a photo rally, and you're supposed to get all the pictures. Um, right. So, uh, you break out, you're in the Wild West. Is this where you meet the detect- the new detective? Yep, everybody oh, shows up here Miles, after you get out. Miles does slide down the uh the like wa- drain the pipe pole. like a like <laughs> yeah. a little fire pole and that <laughs> that was possibly one of the greatest animations that I've seen so far. No There's a surprisingly no amount of unique animations yeah. for this game. So it's always fun whenever they pop up. It, it made me um, cackle. So yeah, we as you pop out and you and Kay start to make your way around the Wild West section of the park, uh, you encounter uh, Long Lang, who is the Interpol agent who's been uh, kind of assigned to this, and he's like, hey, this is my uh, this is my beat now. You don't have any control here. You, you, you got involved in this without consulting the police at all, and Edgeworth is like, well, you're kind of right. I only talked to Gumshoe about it. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. And so Gumshoe, unfortunately, is now under Lang's purview. So he orders him around, which it kind of gets Gumshoe away from Edgeworth for a bit here and leaves you with Kay uh, as your assistant for most of this case. I like Lang as a character. He's Visually. an inter- Well, actually, let me finish. Um, <laughs> oh, Lang- I'm on the visual boat. So Lang's, like, whole thing is that he's, like, a mad dog, right? He's, like, a wolf. He People, like, even call him, like, oh, calm that wolf down. And he's, like, a wolf. You know, he's wolf-themed. Mm-hmm. But he's got a dragon on his jacket. What's up with that? Pick an animal. You should have a wolf on your jacket. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be, like, traditional style from where he's from. I guess, but then why not call him the dragon? Why call I just, him... I don't know. I felt, I felt uh, that we were potentially straying into uh some stereotype territory but um she Ch- 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 Lang likes to pull out uh 
scrolls and he quotes uh yeah. his ancestor. Uh none of it's like egregious so far. Honestly, I think it's interesting that like he pulls out a quote and it's some shit like arrest the first person you see on site. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he, just, I think it saved yeah, a funny. little in the fact that he's just he's the fucking cop. He just sucks. <laughs> Um, he's a shitty cop his whole thing is that like as soon as he gets the minute amount of evidence he arrests like anybody and he's like the prosecutor Miles Edgeworth is like don't you want to find out the truth and he's like that's up for you book jockeys in the courtrooms you Mm -hmm. bastards and he's like okay so he hates prosecutors and then he has like a silent assistant who's like just a hot lady who's clearly Uh, the person actually doing everything as miles notes like several times he's like wow she's the one with all the uh information he just reads whatever yeah, she's she always hands bringing him. over the, yeah uh, the evidence and the scrolls and all that stuff i i think my only gripe about about lang is that like i he doesn't physically look like a werewolf except for his hair and i'm like come on man commit to the fucking bit like don't don't baby out now um <laughs> i think other he than should that, be a, a giant werewolf I think you're right. I think what he, about his ex sunglasses? His ex sunglasses are very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, he like shows up with sunglasses and like an X across his forehead. And it's supposed to look like a scar, but it turns and out like, the X yeah, is just it, like, part goes over of the his glasses, ears like a regular pair of sunglasses, and then up over his forehead. Yeah, exactly. It's like who the fuck? What the fuck, man? They almost they almost look normal, and then he takes them off, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Lang is your antagonistic, uh, truth find, truth, whatever. He's in the way. Uh, yeah. and Gumshoe is yeah. taken away. Uh, we meet Meekins again. He gets accused of murder. Lang arrests him. Uh, uh, yeah, that's our first character that we meet who gets accused of the murder. Cause you walk, basically, you walk 10 feet down mm-hmm. through Wild Westland and open up the first garage you see. And there's a dead body inside of it. There sure fucking is. And Meekins is standing right next to it, and he's like, whoopsie, I've lost my gun. Don't know what happened to that. Uh, I Uh definitely didn't murder this guy, I swear to God. And Lang kind of goes, oh, I'm going to arrest you for murder. (laughs) Yeah, you did it, idiot. (laughs) Uh, Did everybody enjoy seeing Meekins again? Not particularly, no. I like Meekins. He's my way through helplessness. Uh huh. Yeah, I I didn't quite enjoy his appearance as much as uh in Game Four, but um. Are you saying Tiago? Are you saying you like him through his meekness? Well, I don't know if I describe him as meek because he's always that's yelling. his fucking name, dude. I get. I know. Listen, I there's such thing as as a misnomer. Check out the second <laughs> book of uh, not not an Ace Lemmy Attorney. Snickets, there is a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> no thanks. Um. I had depression and read those books. They would have made it worse. They're pretty good uh, books, yeah. actually. They're pretty I good books, them. actually. Yeah, they're good books. Um. Anyway, yeah, Meekin shows up. He gets arrested, and then Miles Edgeworth is like, "I'll defend Meekins with my life." And I'm like, "Okay, dude, sure." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does have a line where he's later. He's like, "Actually, I don't give a shit about Meekins, but I care about <laughs> the truth now." <laughs> yeah, he's like committed to solving this just because, like, thanks Phoenix he- for your help. Yeah. And uh, one thing to establish here is that Meekins is in the blue badger outfit, the standard blue badger outfit here. Yes. Um, so he's the one who has the standard blue badger outfit on currently in the park. He's the one right now. The one. 
exactly. uh, who's out there greeting kids. And he even admits that he wasn't even supposed to be doing like meeting people and greeting park goers. He was actually supposed to be investigating, but then he just got carried away while he was in the costume. He lo- Honestly, he should just be a mascot guy in a suit. That'd probably be a better career for him. It seems like he's it good at it, would actually. <laughs> so, he was really good go at nuts, it. Kid. Uh, All he wants to do is make kids happy. Make the uh, so yeah, the the body that we find in there is uh is Oliver, who is the family butler. So uh Ernest Armano is there Armano is there and he's like, Oh my god, that's the butler. <laughs> why is he here? My butler. And no. uh we no, then immediately like reveal uh that uh that is not uh actually like the butler has an it's his alter ego. And he is actually Colin uh, Devore, I believe is how you say his name. So, and he was uh, kind of going under this alias to hide after he got out of prison. He broke out of prison with a gun. Yeah. Um, so he escaped from prison. Uh, and so we, this is going to obviously be crucial to the rest of this case. I can't believe you figured this out just by examining the body. Yeah, just immediately finding a document on him that has a different name. Yeah, it's like, oh, Colin Devereux, he has a horse necklace with his name on the back of it. Um, shot in my like, blue bag. This is so Ace Oh, absolutely. He, the fact that his name is like an anagram of his other name is very good. Right. Uh, um, is this where we get introduced to, to Lauren. Pop, Lauren Pops? Yeah, Lauren Pops is also here. So Laura- she also is is here. She's freaking out because she's like, oh, my dear Lance, my poor Lance has is, is been kidnapped. And you realize that she is the girlfriend of Lance Amano. Nice. And she's here as well. We got a lot of NPCs already. Yeah. And you're on the oh, second my, screen my of the game. My bullet journal is stuffed full of, of uh, evidence. Like, there's yeah, so many it's... items. I don't know how he's carrying them all. That's why Kay's there. <laughs> um. Yeah. Lauren Potts. How, how does Link carry all his items in, in every Zelda game? He's got the ocarina. It's a mystery. It, uh, uh, so Lauren, 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 Lauren. Her, her character. <laughs> well, archety- what, what are you thinking about Lauren? <laughs> her character archetype is that she falls in love with any man that she sets her like eyes on. So like she fell in love with uh, Lance. with Lance, and then like Miles says. I won't let you get arrested, and then she goes, oh, I love you, and then she has, like, a ring pop that she constantly is licking, and that's why she's called Pops. Lollipops. Lollipops, yeah. Um, I mean, she's I like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm not entranced by this character at all. Uh, another mm. kind of, like, I, there's this very specific quality that, that I, I struggle to describe personally, but that certain like female anime characters have that I just and it's it's, it's not a personality quality. This is purely like a physical appearance. Like it's something about the way their eyes look that I just I don't know bothers me. She has it. Kay has it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'll have to go further into my. Mind Palace and figure out your anime lore. <laughs> yeah, just something about the angle of the eyes that like doesn't match up with the mouth or the nose. That like, I don't know. Anyways, 
Something, yeah, something about the facial structure, the way it's drawn. Yeah, because, like, you know, it's fine to have, like, a goofy facial structure. It's cartoons. Let's do it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Some Every now and then I see it and I'm like, mm, this isn't quite, like, the delightful, like, strange eye, like, 90s girl anime that I desire. Mm-hmm. But it's something a little bit off from that. The Uncanny Valley. I just think she's low-key mid. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, like, that was I mean, just a complicated her... way of me saying I also think she's kind of mid. I mean, she doesn't get a lot of characterization aside from she's kind of naive, and you realize eventually that she's been looped up in this kidnapping plot along with everybody else. And is the naivete uh, just a front, or is she just you know, naive enough to get swooped up in all this with everybody and just kind of goes along with it and doesn't know what to do now that she's, you know, stuck stuck in the middle of this uh, kind of plan. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't get much to do aside from, oh no, where's Lance? Oh no, I think I killed somebody. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. Oh, thank God I didn't. I'll get over my, <laughs> I'll get over the, Big reveal, obviously, everybody. Here we go. Oliver, uh, uh, a.k.a. Colin, is actually her father. He's been in hiding in plain sight uh, near her. And so uh, she then realizes that he was her father. And then also that, well, oh, he was the one who was murdered. So my father I just that I just learned about is now dead. Yeah. Uh, and she gets over that very quickly. She yeah, really does. So she it's like instant. So fast. <laughs> so, so like after we meet Lauren for the first time is when we like learn that there is a witness over by the auditorium. And we yeah. go over there and there's two people that we meet at the auditorium. One who I pogged at and one who I didn't. Um, okay. I'm so, so who did you excited pog to hear which is which because I legitimately don't know. <laughs> um, The first character that you run into is Emma Sky, and I pogged. Okay. I was like, oh my god, that's my friend Emma! Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one is a person in the pink badger suit, and then she reveals herself, and it's Wendy Oldbeck. I had the opposite <laughs> reaction to Tiago. I saw Emma, and I was like, uh, give me cool. item, please, Emma. And then she didn't, by the way. She doesn't give me a cool item, but I do like her design, and I actually I liked her characterization in her like one scene. I know, she gets basically one yeah, scene. And she, I, actually, she actually gets a fucking character in this game, yeah, as opposed I, I to Polly Justice. Yeah, I preferred it over uh, the, the late unpleasantness. Um, but, Wendy. She's yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yes, you've got these two, these two women here. You've got Emma, and she... Emma's very funny because her line for why she's here is like, Oh, I was here. I'm here just like on a short trip. I I was studying overseas, but I'm here just just for a bit because I heard you were back. So I wanted to be back here too. It's spring like, break. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, just- <laughs> great. I'm glad you're here for spring break. I guess. And uh, Wendy's like, I've been working here. This is where I. Thought uh, I this work. is yeah. She's like, I've been working here. <laughs> so this is what I do now. So uh, as usual with Wendy, uh, she's got testimony. 
and it's really, really exaggerated. Um, she barely saw anything, but she claims she saw every detail, and you gotta break those details down to find out what she actually saw and what's actually useful to you. Emma does help you out with luminol spray, but you don't get to do it yourself. Boo. You just say, hey, can boo, we check boo. this? And Emma goes, okay, I'm gonna do it, and then the game like fades to black and then fades back up and then she sprayed it for you already. Only it's Phoenix like, oh, gets to spray the luminol. Let me It wasn't even it. Phoenix. It was fucking uh oh yeah, Phoenix does. Apollo gets it too. <laughs> but that's a whole different thing. Um No, it, they defense don't, attorneys only. He, defense attorneys only. He doesn't <laughs> let her spray she doesn't let him spray the luminol because that's the one where you have the like piece of carpet, right? And you you, I wanted to somewhere else. Uh, they cut out the piece of carpet and bring it in and spray it with luminol in court, and they don't let me do it. Yeah, yeah they do it for bitter. you in that second. <laughs> Is there no luminol usage in Apollo Justice? I feel like there was. I believe there is yeah. earlier. It's been a while now already. Yeah. <laughs> we just did it, and <laughs> what now, did they, I'm already forgetting. It was but... slightly different when they used the stuff to find the footprints, right? Yeah. Yeah, there, there is that, for sure. Yeah, um, But, um... Nonetheless, all that to say, yeah. she doesn't let you do it. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry, Wendy, you got to dissect her testimony to realize that she didn't see a goddamn thing. She saw some shit in a different way, and then fucking Kay pulls out her like portable fucking Star Trek hologram room and just creates the scene. Yeah, she sure does, doesn't she? With the fucking just... hollow deck in her pocket. Yeah, she's like, "Do you want to enter into my?" My mind palace, my VR, uh, hollow room, <laughs> essentially. I'm not yeah. sure about the hollow room. I'm gonna come right out and say it. I don't know about I like, this, fellas. <laughs> I, I like the hollow room because it's nice to visualize. Yeah, it does give you visuals doing. when there's a lot going on. We need the visuals. We need the visual because, like, I need to know what angle people are shot at, who shot who, who's in what suit. Who's on third? I need to know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. easier to understand visually. What's up? And what's on first? Exactly. So, um, two badgers, uh, I believe it was Bad Badger and Roto Bad? I can't even fucking remember. Who cares? Pink Badger. It was Pink right? Badger who shot? Well, no, she's in the Pink Badger suit. Oh yeah, it was Pink Badger. Fuck, god damn it! Now I'm getting confused. I just like, I want to <laughs> like I said, it's the worst thing of musical mascot suits ever. Oh, we because struggled. Because you're trying to keep these suits straight in your head, and we are probably going to make a mistake at some point recounting so, it in during this case. So, but for in this instance, who was in the suits was it was the one of them was the Lauren Lolly Pops, and the other one was. Oliver Deacon, but that's in like quotation marks, because um, right. you know everyone's wearing a fucking mask. Uh, you leave because like you're done with old bag, and Emma did her one job. Um, I need go find the others. God damn, Lance shows up all of a fucking sudden, and he looks oh, like yeah, a body softball. Right as you were about to like resolve this, because the the main contradiction that you're trying to figure out here with this, uh like hologram that Kay is setting up is uh Colin's body was shot at an angle as if he was shot from the low ground mm-hmm. um at an angle you know bullet came in through his midsection entered out through his shoulder right so you are trying to arrange the badgers that 
uh, Wendy saw, that Wendy Olbeg saw, in the right way to make this bullet trajectory line up and also make the testimony line up correctly and figure out who was the aggressor in this situation. Uh, and as you resolve this, then yes, Lance also just walks from left stage on onto the you know the area where you are and he just goes oh and collapses right in front of you and everybody's like oh, lance lance how'd you escape blah, blah, blah. and everybody rushes over to him and then you get your little mid-case break this, uh, ca- this case was long i feel like i did so many fucking things in this case i like i feel like i ran a goddamn marathon um yeah, Lance. That he looks like he. So his dad is like. He, is he his looks dad, like that. He looks like a body softball. <laughs> that's what I thought of. But like with a shittier haircut. What? Because uh, of the long earlobes, right? He's supposed to be like mm-hmm. a like a Buddha esque. Am I correct? I don't know. <laughs> kind of like oh, rub my belly for good fortune, kind of thing. Yeah, because like his dad, like, not Buddha, but the the like I think it's called like the Laughing Man or something. Yeah, maybe I just I, got apologize if I'm getting outfit. that wrong, but I know it's not Buddha. And then like his, his dad is very also very money themed. His outfit is yeah. very good. Um, and yeah, so Ernest, uh, also at this time, then he's like, "Oh, thank you for finding my son. By the way, here's a love letter for my son. Could you just go give that to him?" And you're like, "Uh, okay." And you look at it, and it's clearly, <laughs> it's clearly not a love letter. It's it's a, it's uh, a fucking it, death threat. Yeah, it's saying that he owes money to tender lender. From oh, Viola. There's reference. Viola. <laughs> I did pause yeah. when I saw Viola's name. I thought she was going to show up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this game's this particular case is jam packed with a lot of previous NPCs, which I kind of like because it implies that like all the other NPCs also have their own shit going on. Like it, it's yeah. it, it flushes out the world by having them have repeated instances. Um. Anyway, fuck Lance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, then is also when you do the stuff where you uh, sneak into the other room, uh, where the kidnappers were, and you do little things like, oh, I see that there's three cups of coffee here for the kidnappers, and you see the broken uh prop sword which was used to jam the door uh that kind of stuff so you're establishing a bunch of uh piece of pieces of evidence that you're going to use later to start to break apart everybody's testimony when that time comes um then uh gumshoe rushes over to you and says hey guess what uh we found the blue badger costume uh near the front of the park so you run out and this was supposedly the duplicate blue badger that Meekin saw and uh in there you find the necklace from uh which has lauren's name on it and matches up with collins it creates a pegasus it's a yep she's got wings he's got horse and this is how you can prove that they were related finally so this is the part of the case that killed me Uh, and so here's the thing this it, it I found this bit a little funny. You are standing on essentially the bridge in front of Cinderella's castle in Disneyland, right? That's kind of what this is. It's like the bridge leading up to the main center area of the park. So everybody's just kind of hanging out. 
it's not even like a room or anything. You're just like standing in the middle of this bridge. Yeah. Uh, did anybody happen to go up to the bridge and look over the edge of the bridge? Yes. No, I okay, did so not. Did every- <gasps> Rose. Rose, I'm so How am I supposed to know I could look over the edge of the bridge? Rose, you missed, well, you missed a Marvel level Easter egg. Uh, right, that doesn't, Easter egg, that doesn't inspire confidence in me, I've got to say. There's a man in a blue suit with spiky hair sitting across someone costumed as a spirit medium. Who are these two? Who knows? Wait, isn't. They're riding out on a little boat. They're riding out on a little boat. Too. So, and, what is uh, if you do that, does Miles just, like, jump in the water and start swimming, or what? <laughs> no, he's like, I don't want to talk to them at all. She's like, don't you want to wave hi? And he's like, absolutely not. Fuck Wait, that. I didn't even get that dialogue okay. off. I just saw them. I didn't know that I can interact with them. Fuck. Wait, are you telling me that Miles instinctively saw Phoenix and was like, I do really want to lock lift, but right now I gotta fucking solve No, he was I don't resist. want to. <laughs> Yeah, it's because he's too busy finding the truth. Um, uh, yeah, I saw him. I saw it and then went, oh, cool, and then walked away. I didn't think I could interact with them. Le- lesson learned, if I see Phoenix again, mash A. Fascinating. No, I didn't even <laughs> notice that was a point of interest. I was just like, I gotta keep going. I'm sick of all these people. Um, I so, tire of this place. So you have, like, three different arguments on this one fucking bridge. You argue with Lauren, who's like, I killed my dad. And you go, no, I don't think you did. And then you argue <laughs> with, uh, you argue with Lang. And the one that you're arguing with Lang is the one that fucked me up the most. I I was stuck on this one fucking question for an hour. I asked Ben for help. I asked Des for help. I got hit. And then I was like, oh, I can solve this out. But only because the question was misleading. You see, at this moment, Lauren did not know that. Like, her father was, like, confirmed. Oh, this is when I was playing a whisper over the phone with Ben. Yeah, it was. could have just hopped on voice, but I was talking over my shoulder to him. Listen, um... And then you fucking texted him. Yeah, of course. Um... (laughs) (laughs) uh, So what happens... So what happens is... You're you're supposed to, like, prove a sentence to Lang. And Lang is like, Oh, they're definitely related, and they planned this together. That's why they kidnapped Lance. And I thought... That what you were supposed to prove is that they didn't know where they were related. Because Miles says, like, really? Was it the two of them who planned this together as a family? But the truth is that there's a third kidnapper. There's a co- there's another co-conspirator. But it doesn't ask to prove that it was just the two of them. Oh my god. I'm just, like, mad. Though. When we brought this, when we encountered this bit on stream, uh, I did bring it up. And uh, uh, our good friend who often shows up in the rotating guest chair... Uh, Iroh, he also uh, thought that that was a bit of a misleading uh, cross-examination segment. Mm-hmm. I got um, fucking We, we all kind of thought that that was kind of uh, a bit of a wild, uh, a harder turn to Grok, uh, for sure. Grok? I don't remember no, no, no. this um, at all, so I must have just bumbled my way through it by accident. <laughs> no, Rose, you were just correct, and that's what matters. I don't know. I probably not. I probably um, just I bumped into the right answer in the dark, and we we made it into the next segment somehow. Yeah, you're supposed to present the three suits to be like, there's three of them because they stole three suits. Uh, right. And after so arguing, you, Lang, what's up? Oh, I was just gonna continue. If you're describing the scene, I was also yeah. going to do the same. So like, you argue with Lang, who's like, obviously they didn't know they're related, and there was a third co- third co-conspirator. And guess who that is, motherfucker? It's Lance. 
and exactly. you, you point at Lance, who's like, Every secret- time somebody says Lance, my brain immediately goes, Lance from Pokemon. Oh, the... So it's like... The champion? No, nah, not him. Battle. He didn't it's do a it. battle in my head. Um, Lance has been, like, the entire time being like, Wow, Lauren, I, didn't, I can't believe you did that. Wow, I'm, I'll miss you when you go to jail. And, like, as <laughs> soon as Miles... Was, it, pulling some real uh, Dahlia shit. Um, but not, like, as good. That's the problem. He's not cunning enough. Because then, no like, as can, soon as you get... No one can ever come for the queen. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, you call him out, and he goes, what? And then, like, you notice that he's still handcuffed, but, like, whenever you call him out on anything... His hands, like, jerk up and fly out through the handcuff, revealing that he's been free the entire time. I like that. It's That's good. a nice little touch. He also uh, keeps um, hiding behind, uh, what's-his-name? Like, he has, like, a lot of... Lang. Yeah, he keeps hiding behind Lang. And so there's, like, a lot of, like, a little, like, animations of him, like, behind that Lang sprite. It's very yeah. funny. What's great is that it's not even necessarily a unique sprite for that. It's just that they've constructed these sprites so that they can be used solo, or if they layer them on top of each other in this way, then it looks like he's cowering behind him. It's good design. Um, so it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just it's just good layout uh, of, of the sprites and that sort of thing. And if you haven't uh, looked at this game, if you've just been listening to the podcast, essentially, camera has Miles on the left side, and then when it pans to the right side, instead of just having one sprite, it can have two sprites now. So you can have say Lang and Lance on the screen Twice at the same time. The information. And it looks like Lance is kind of standing right behind Lang as a result. Yeah. Uh so Lance, it turns out that uh he he and the other two plotted this whole thing because Lance has serious debt problems with Pender Lender. And instead right. of just asking for cash, which I'm pretty sure his dad would have just given, he decides to plot a kidnapping. Now, because of this Miles Edgeworth thinks to himself, yeah, he probably did it. Probably. <laughs> and you have to, like, and you have to, like, brain blast and reveal that the murder location was never the auditorium, but actually the haunted house where the initial drop-off took place. And then you fucking... Ernest buys the haunted mansion. He just yeah, this buys is, it. The, <laughs> this I, this I kind of liked because it was so ridiculous. It's a bit of a contrivance because I understand why this happens. So to just to fully explain my thought process here, the exact setup is you need to go to the haunted house to prove this thing. Lang says, okay, I'll give you a pr- approval to go investigate the haunted house, Edgeworth. And then Ernest comes up and goes, well, actually, here's the thing. I just bought the haunted house and I'm not going to allow you to go investigate it. You can't investigate it unless you have solid evidence that something happened there. It's an actual right. house that he yeah. bought an actual deed to. On the park, and yet he owns it. And so now, because he just happened to meet one of the, the Gatewater group uh, like executives or whatever while in the park and bought it from them. And so the reason for this, I assume, from a like game design and story perspective, is that they want to have K be able to use her holograms to be the like critical piece for Edgeworth to be able to pull this all together. They want to have K be part of the climax of the of the case, right? Yeah. So I understand why they do that. But it's just so very funny that the contrivance they have to do, why couldn't you go back to the haunted house? 
Well, because Ernest bought the whole fucking thing and said, no, you can't go in there. So now <laughs> that's our that's our way to get it, set it up so that Kay has to be the one to instead go, well, guess what? I can bring the haunted house to us. I've got a little uh, And so she does. And so she uses her little hologram, little thief is what she calls it, her little hologram projector. And says, I'm going to recreate the haunted house here and there. I don't know. Should she buy that model off the Unity store or what? I'm not sure. But somehow she's got this haunted house model it's ready really to go. really overpowered. Luta <laughs> item is too strong for the like limits of the pre-established universe of Ace Attorney. <laughs> I, we forget that this game takes place in the future. For all we know, we're going to have that shit soon. I'm going to have a little Technology will revert backwards. Exactly. Um, yeah, if you flip over Little Thief on the back, it actually says Meta VR on the back. Oh, my boo, God. Boo. It says Elon Musk <laughs> Twitter VR. Um, <laughs> so, little, uh, yeah, this guy buys a house to prevent you from investigating because he's like, hey, listen, I just asked you to find my son. Now that you find my son, don't accuse him of murder. And yeah, then, he's all in on defending his son now. Uh, and you're like, I will find the truth. Because this game of musical mascot suits has gone on long enough. <laughs> and, like, you find, you, you you have, like, an HD hologram of the haunted house. You recreate the scenes. There's left-handed and right-handed puzzles that you have to investigate. There's fucking invisible walls that aren't there because this is a trick mansion. And, and this, course, is, this is the part where I stopped trying to figure it out and started using a guide. Because the second they went... Oh, the right hand, the left hand, we're done here. It's over. Yeah, it's my all... brain shuts off and I let Ben take care of that. Yeah, it's uh, not happening. Uh, I figured it out once when I was younger and I'm done. Uh, So you figure it out and it turns out that the actual canonical, like, not canonical, but the like the, the Lance timeline is this. Lance uh plans a kidnapping with his butler and girlfriend who, they, who Lance knows that they're both related but has not revealed to the either of them. Um, the job, and but Colin also knows, and he is going along with this because he's he can't reveal that he's related to his daughter yet. Yeah. for some reason, I guess because he's worried that if he does, then he would go back and get sent back to prison. So instead, he's just goes along with this kidnapping plot in order to hopefully protect his daughter and keep her out of too much trouble. Yes, while Lance is doing this whole elaborate scheme. Uh. Edgeworth makes the drop off, and it is at this moment where, like, uh, Oliver, Colin, Oliver, whatever, <laughs> betrays Lance, and Lance shoots him in self-defense. That's what, like, causes the, like, upward trajectory of the bullet, is because, like, Lance pushed down on the ground, and he's on the floor or whatever. This mm -hmm. breaks a mirror, which Miles Edgeworth hears, yada yada. So, in this moment, Lance concocts this wild plan... To make it look like that uh, Oliver is alive in different timeline, in like at a different time, in order to establish an alibi, he dresses up as Oliver and hands Lauren a fake gun to shoot him at the auditorium. Therefore, look making it look like that Lauren shot Oliver. Right, and then he's just like chilling. He's like, "All right, I made it look like Lauren did it. Uh, I got the money, and uh, I'm good to go." And I'm like, damn, dude, you fucking... This is a really elaborate plan to come up with on the fly. Like, this is complicated. It's... And it, it was... also hinges entirely on Miles Edgeworth being the person who makes the drop-off. 
I guess if it had been his thing... own father, would he have hit him over the head? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing also is that in the intro, Miles hears the glass of the mirror shatter yeah. when this shooting happens, but he doesn't seem to hear the gun go off, which I feel like would probably be the louder of the two. He said, and I quote, there's a lot of spooky noises in the Haunted Mansion. Right. We kind of just hand waved that enough, part. Miles. It was scary. like there's some kind of speaker just playing Haunted Mansion noises in the background. Woo! The, the speakers of the Haunted Mansion. Bang, playing bang. The, yeah, exactly. Playing the fucking <laughs> scene from Home Alone where the guy shoots a bunch and take the yeah. change, you filthy animal. Right. Uh, Edward's like, well, I guess that's just what haunted houses sound like these days. I haven't been in one in a while. Nothing is scarier than a gun. <laughs> it's an actual uh, house. So, like, you solve all this, different. Lance confesses. He probably could have gotten off on self-defense if he didn't plan the elaborate, like, cover-up. Right. Um, just on Forge. And, um, Lauren, of course, is never heard from again because, uh, I don't know. Edgeworth doesn't like women. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So you, you, your little bit at the end with her, she's like, oh, wow, this is so fucked up. And he, she's like, I can't believe that this guy was my father. And Edgeworth's like, you need to take comfort in the fact that the reason, the whole reason he went along with this whole plan is because he was worried about you and he cared about you. And that's why he's dead now as well. Yeah, you. you uh, so have a great life, Laura. <laughs> Miles Edgeworth, <laughs> notoriously good with fathers and father figures. Notoriously good <laughs> and with comforting women. people <laughs> in any way. Yeah, and women and children, and basically he sucks at talking to everyone. Bless so, him. um, you guys are, sure can find the truth. You guys are walking outside. And fucking Gumshoe is like, wow, that's a neat little trick you got there. And she's like, oh, yeah, you, you've seen Little Buddy before. And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, Gummy. And I was like, Gummy, that name sounds familiar. And it was like, you two, Miles, you know me from way back when. And we go into a flashback inside of a flashback. And that's So, goddammit, we're flashing back more. What the fuck? How many cases are in this game? Five? Five cases. Yeah. Oh, so oh we forgot be... something. Um, when uh, everybody gets all arrested at the end, all the bad guys, um, and uh, apparently oh, yeah. also what's his name, the the evil father who's buys the haunted house, and yeah. presumably handed eight year old Miles off to the man who murdered his father. Um, he also gets arrested because apparently he's been involved in some international smuggling thing. That's why the Interpol agents are actually there. Um, yep, Lang's like, guess what? It was but, my plan the whole time. But the prosecutor who shows up to pick up Lance is none other than Sports Boy and um, yep, Jock Sportsman. Jock Sportsman and his poor, poor detective partner, uh, Buddy. Buddy. He doesn't, uh, buddy buddy doesn't even get a sprite. He has, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He gets, yeah, he just gets a, like a talk sprite. No, not a talk sprite, but he gets a little. He walks around, you know. Yeah, he walks around, sprite. but he doesn't get to like have like a talking portrait. Is what later, I mean. later no, we'll see no, his dead yeah. body. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they show up and they're like, "We're in charge now." And Miles yep, is we're like, taking "Ernest in." Okay, whatever. I guess. <laughs> so it is at this point that the plot. The the meta plot is becoming clear to me, which is 
There's another Virginian smuggling ring taking out more cocoons from fucking Virginia. Jack Sportsman's in on it. Ernest Amano's in on it. Uh, the chamomile's in on it. Because uh, there's no way Jack Sportsman's not part of the smuggling ring. There's no way he's not involved. <laughs> um, I mean, he fucking killed his poor buddy guy whose name we don't even know because of how awful Jock Sportsman is. I mean, his name is Literal Buddy, is it not? It's not know. Jim. Yes. It's not yeah, Jim. Yeah, it, okay, it is, his name actually is Buddy? It's been a while. His, his actual name is Buddy. Jocks calls him Jim because he doesn't give a shit about his actual yeah. name. Because he's Listen. fucked up. <laughs> it's uh, been a long week. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it is at this point where like Kay Faraday goes, it's flashback time, and Miles is like, yes, I agree, and they go into a flashback to figure out another case, I guess, where Kay is a child. Um, let me yep. progress in time. Please, no. for the love of God, <laughs> let me go forward. Now, here's the thing. It's very funny that we are A, case three into this game, and now you're seeing all the characters that are on the front of the box. Uh, B, uh, Yes, case four is also in the past, but boy, I am really excited for y'all to see next case because this one sticks out in my mind quite a bit for good reasons. Oh, um, okay. Love to hear it. So I, I think uh I think y'all will hopefully enjoy what uh what pops up in this one. Uh but uh yeah, and then case five is <laughs> it's got a lot going on again. Uh but um but yeah so it's it's just i don't know i feel like you i don't know how you resolve this but it does feel like you needed one more pass at like arranging these cases because it is weird to keep going back in time for every case i guess we're doing like a little memento thing or whatever but right it's not even like bad i don't even if i know if i'd go so to say like phrase it as strongly as saying that this is bad but it's weird. It's weird to have each of these cases keep going back in time in a weird way, and and nothing seems to be progressing the story. It makes you feel like you're spinning your wheels a little bit. Yeah, um, I... It's strange, because it means that, like, the culmination of all this is going to be set, like, the day after Jock Sportsman was arrested, which was the first case. <laughs> right. Um, I... I'm honestly just going to see how it all wraps up at the end. That's the only way I can make a judgment about how I feel about this. But this case alone in like a vacuum, I love this case. It's got so many twists and turns, and there's a lot of characters that I like seeing up again. And they don't take too much screen time up. Uh, Emma Sky was there. It is a parade, really, of these NPCs, you know? It's like, oh, here's Emma, here's, you know, Wendy, here's whoever, here they go, here, you know, here say hi, go. say bye. <laughs> and I think that's how a cameo should be, which is where they say hi and bye. You know, like a good... Um, <laughs> I like the actual case itself, I thought it was very interesting. I hated that one part that I was stuck on, but that's because I was fucking tricked by Lang, who I guess is still my antagonist, he still hates prosecutors. Chances are, man, from Von Karma killed his old family or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Join the fucking club. It's, it's really weird that also um, we didn't really talk about it, but this that this is a Gatewater Park. Yeah, that the fucking Gatewater Hotel is like 
is it, which came first? What, what <laughs> is there a gate? Was it Gatewater Park? And, and then the and Gatewater why Hotel is the park is sponsored just... by the cops? No, it's, right. So, and also, it's a cop park. <laughs> so that one case featuring red, white put Gatewater on the map, which transformed it from like a three star hotel to a mega conglomerate. In the span of okay, life. this is your theory. No, I'm pretty sure this is what happens in timeline. So here's my thing. Oh, okay. Maybe I missed this then. <laughs> here's my thing. Every time as Phoenix, right? Whenever I could interact with the window inside the office, I would. Mm-hmm. And every time I did, Phoenix Wright would say something like, "I hear they're building another hotel across the street. I hear they're building a park across the town. I hear they're building blank, blank, and blank." And like, oh wow, okay. So like in canon, like what's been happening the entire time is that. Gatewater, because of the red-white case from game one, fucking blew up. And They've been leveraging this the whole time. And, like, now they have a fucking theme park. And and it's cop-themed, of it's course. It's cop-themed. Yeah, cop-park. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, also, uh, on stage, if you recreate the stage, if you look at the logo on the stage, it's for the Gaviners. Yeah, the Gaviners show up here, too. I didn't they notice played- that. They played at fucking Gatewater, bro. Interested like, to see what Miles Edgeworth thinks of them, although I don't think I ever will. There are also signs that promote uh, Troop Grammary yep. and Max Galactica in here. Uh, so you can find those uh, those too. <laughs> in, when I was a young boy, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. When I was younger. Um, when you were a young boy. My family took us to Six Flags once, and they the band was playing here and it was the band hawk nelson the christian's like punk band <laughs> and, okay wow. yeah and they told me specifically not to add strangers on myspace because even <laughs> though they have an icon that doesn't mean it's their face whoa you can only you gotta add Deep. people who you trust and then we listen to more hawk nelson i'll post a speaking track of strangers that you can trust uh one other thing i just thought of uh that we didn't talk about uh, what'd y'all think of the weird proto badger who shows up and helps you out at one point? I was a hundred and ten percent. I was like, "It's the killer." Wait, here he is. The killer. The killer. The killer. The killer. The killer. I forget. Was there was there a proto badger that helps you out? Yeah, he just shows up and he never takes his head off and he walks around. He comes out of the trap does... door when you and Kay are investigating, and Miles immediately starts scolding him for popping out of the trap door and scaring him like instantaneously miles is like what are you doing how dare you be popping oh, out of trap yeah. doors he was the employee <laughs> who was um while miles went back to investigate the room he was kidnapped in the employee that showed up and like told him that like yeah one of these suits is trashed yada yada that guy mm-hmm. uh was the spirit of justice himself the, the killer well from the movie Here's the thing. Uh, it is, I don't know if you caught it or not, but at one point um, when he's talking to you, uh, I believe, it, I forget exactly what the sentence is, but he says, absolutely. Just like the bellboy from the Gatewater Hotel. Oh. I didn't like that guy either. So it is implied anyway that it that's the bellboy that uh, in that suit. That tracks, yeah. Okay, that guy yeah. could be the killer. That, he could be absolutely the killer. the killer. I mean, he was the guy who fucking uh, leveraged all this stuff, you know? I have... I'm gonna send you guys a video later. It's it's Hawk Nelson at Six Flags. 
Also, I realize that we keep saying the killer and people might not know what we're talking oh, yeah, about. But if no, you don't reveal watched... it. It's better this way. No, we should tell them. <laughs> no. Just, no. Just Google Wendy Williams, the killer Snitch. video it's... and a compilation or whatever. It, that'll that'll give you the video. And it's <laughs> just... uh, explain what uh, what we think is the funniest shit on earth. Now you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that might do it for us this week. <laughs> hey, chaotic the, episode. The kidnapped turnabout. Um, so yeah, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod to stay up to date on the latest episodes, as well as the YouTube uploads of Tessie and I playing through the game. Uh-huh. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsuben and on co-host also at Yotsuben. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, at Yes, This Is Des on Twitter and I guess at Desi on co-host, but I'm not. I'm there, but I'm not there. Oh, yeah. I can't... We'll see how much longer we're on Twitter. You know how it is with Twitter nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things go, how things shake out. Tiago, where can people find you? <laughs> um, people can find me at Tiago Estutra. I'm not tweeting anything because I'm working right now. I got a job in mm-hmm. case you're following the Tiago timeline. Uh, and uh, also, I'm really excited for Pokemon to come out. I really want the new Pokemon game. I'm thinking about Raid. Um, mm-hmm. yeah that's me and Rose uh, you can find my art at Traumarts on Twitter where you can please buy the art um, you can also find me at Rose Nonsense on Twitter and co-host um, where All I right. will be myself regrettably uh, <laughs> uh, right before we say goodbye though because there's two things that I want to mention one uh, we haven't talked about this in a while but we do sell t-shirts we, we, it's true. We sell t-shirts. Uh, the link is at our Twitter. Is that correct? Yes. And it is also in the description of every podcast episode. Hell yeah. So if you click the, click the link uh, down below, you can uh, check out all of our shirts on Threadless. Uh, and uh, if you find any of them funny, funny or endearing, shirt. you're welcome to get one. Sure. Uh, whenever the sales go on uh, on Threadless, I turn them on instantly. So... Uh, feel free to wait for a sale and <laughs> get a discount then. Uh, whatever money that comes in through that just goes directly back into paying for podcast hosting. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> also, the one other thing I wanted to mention is that it's been a little bit since we recorded since we got busy with life and all. But there was a fan who made like a video of us and I'm like, oh, my God. It was the- really good. It yeah. was really if you, good. If you check our Twitter, if you check our Twitter account, you're able to see uh everything that we retweet and post including i believe that was uh agu uh, on twitter who made that video uh so that was thank you very much that was very cute Uh, we really we really all were tickled pink it made made our day it really really did it (laughs) put a big old smile on my face thank you agamon without the mon i appreciate you (laughs) jesus (laughs) agumon agu monster please agu monster was my father (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you everybody for listening we hope that you will rate and review us on apple podcasts those reviews really do make a difference uh next episode we will be playing the fourth case of investigations turnabout reminiscence see you next time Bye. Bye. bye i forgot it was a really generic name for the next case